How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Bucks game is over. Are they one win closer to hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy? Let's talk about what happened in the game with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show on The Fan. Your local Pick and Save stores, the official grocer of the Milwaukee Bucks. fans that is a victory for your milwaukee bucks suns in four is dead bucks in six more than alive right now for your milwaukee bucks you can't be any more excited at this point than you are right now as a bucks fan it's impossible you're down 2-0 first half goes by and you're going okay holiday's playing better middleton's playing better I mean, not to the point Holiday was playing in the third quarter, mind you. And then Holiday just kind of put the team on his back there in the third. I think he had five threes in the third and said, that's it. I got it. I'm not going to let them do it. And they closed all the way within four, and the Bucks jumped back up 14, and that was it. 120-100, to 100, Bucks over the Phoenix Suns. They get the Game 3 victory uh, over uh, the Phoenix Suns, and now Game 4 Wednesday night. Wednesday night will be Game 4 at Pfizer Forum as the Bucks now 8-1 uh, in the postseason at Pfizer Forum after the victory. Lots of storylines here, right? Giannis throwing up huge numbers, 41 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 14-23 from the field. A huge night uh, for Giannis. And again, I'm not trying to push this aside. But, but the issue has been Drew Holiday. And Drew Holiday came up big for them there in the third. Uh, ends up with 21 points, 8 of 14 from the field, 5 of 10 from three, five boards, nine assists, 21 points for him, 18 from Middleton. Just a huge night overall by this Bucks team. Giannis comes up big. Now, I, I will say this, that in the beginning, two and a half minutes in, and there goes Giannis. For nerves, apparently. I didn't tweet about it. Didn't do anything. Nope. Just sat there and watched and waited for his nerves to pass for him to come back in. Now, I am the last person on earth to talk about nerves being a factor, right? I, I, I'm i not, you know, the person that, that pukes on, on a field or anything like that. But if I get real nervous, I'll start puking. No question. If I get real nervous, I start puking. That, that's That's always been a thing. So I, I know how nerves can get the best of you uh, beforehand, before a big event or whatever. 
you could see Giannis during the national anthem, kind of with his eyes closed, and kind of trying to get him his his well beings uh, together a little bit during the national anthem. Uh, the Brewers just picked Tyler Black, second baseman from Wright State, with a thirty third pick in the first round. By the way. Uh, they took an outfielder uh, with their first round, po- college outfielder with their first round pick. So there you go. You're updated on the Brewers draft. Um, but you, you could see him calm, trying to calm himself down. Then after the national anthem was done, you could see Giannis and Thanasis kind of doing the whole calm down thing, right? Kind of pushing it down a little bit. And then you could see a long hug between him and Thanasis with, again, I think Thanasis still trying to calm him down a little bit. I think that was all part of the process. And then he goes out there, I'm sure, heart going a mile a minute, going nuts, and just couldn't get himself to get back in the moment and calm down a little bit. So he pulled himself out. Now, is this something that Giannis and Bud talk about or him and the coaching staff talk about? Has this been an ongoing issue with him in big games? I don't know. It stands out because it's the NBA Finals. He went out early in the last game too, I want to say, right? Didn't he go out at like the three-and-a-half-minute mark or something like that in the last game? Um, so it's not the first time we've seen it, but yeah, it, it was definitely uh, something that kind of, I think, caught everyone uh, a little bit, just making sure he was healthy and not hurt, and then goes out there and just, you know, again, just puts up a monster game, man. You start talking about a multiple MVP, you start talking about a, a guy that wins championships and all that other stuff, um, and, and what's expected of you uh, in these moments, I think he is doing what he's supposed to be doing. At this moment in time. Uh, And that is, you know, dominating in games that he should dominate in. And that is exactly what was done tonight with 41 points. And that's why you get excited, I think, if you're a Bucs fan. Buddy of mine was texting me earlier during the game, and he's like, you know, maybe maybe the Suns just are a a really good basketball team, and and maybe we just, you know, underestimated them. Maybe they're better than we thought. My response was, of course, they're a good basketball team. They're in the NBA Finals. He goes, yeah, but maybe they're better than the Bucs. And I'll be, I'll be straight honest with you what I responded. My response to him was simply this. If they lose this series and they can't beat Phoenix, I don't know if we'll see a title in our lifetime. Based on how everything may play out in the next several years with contracts and everything else, you just don't know if you'll ever get back to this situation again. That's how big of a series this truly is, Bucks fans. Like, there's no guarantee in your lifetime and my lifetime we'll ever see this again. No guarantee at all. You have the best player in the series. And as Rami Makhlouf will tell you time and time again, when you have the best player in the series in the NBA playoffs, you normally win that series. Maybe not all the time, but most of the time. And, and that's where we sit right now. You have the best player in the series in Giannis. You're down two games to one. Not end of the world stuff. You win Wednesday. You even up the series. And now it's best of three. You've been here. You've done this. This goes back to that net series when I stated. From a mental perspective, they've never been more mentally tough than they are now after that net series. And once again, this proves it. We're going to get to the calls. we got full phone lines. I wanted to say one other thing. I tweeted it out during the game. I was driving for the second half of the game. That's why I wasn't tweeting. You Bucks fans that were at Pfizer Forum tonight, that, that probably was the best from start to finish 
fan section or fans in a place that I've ever seen or heard in my life as far as being a fan of Milwaukee sports. I mean, Brewer fans in playoffs and LCSs, great. Hard to do it for nine innings, three hours, up and down. That Very hard to sustain it for that long. You all did an amazing job. Amazing job by Bucks fans at Fiserv Forum. I'm sure you paid a ton of money for those tickets, too. And you guys were great. Bucks fans going to Game 4, you got something to live up to. That That's that's the level. And uh, so, so very proud of everybody that was at that game, including this guy, Jay, who was at Fiserv Forum tonight. You're first up on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's going on, Jay? Hey, Sparky, how are you? Uh, we're doing good, man. A winner always feels good, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you enjoyed it tonight, and then you got to wipe, wipe the slate clean and come out with the same level of desperation and urgency in Game 4 as you played with tonight. Um, I, I think an interesting dynamic to watch as the series goes on is, is, you know, you always say that you have to get over humps to, you know, ultimately win a championship. Phoenix hasn't really gotten over humps. They haven't. It hasn't been a long path for them, and so I think – I think, honestly, if the fans bring the energy like we did tonight, I think we get game four. I think it's definitely a closer game than game three was. And then I think it's going to be really interesting. You talk about nerves. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch how the Suns respond to now being in a 2-2 tight series when the pressure, I think, starts to turn to their corner. Well, absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it's going to change a little bit when you go back to Phoenix. But again, when you go back to Phoenix, they shoot better in their own gym. I mean, I, I think that's part of it. They, they do. But, you know, what's really encouraging to me also, Sparky, is that Giannis is obviously playing like at a completely different level, MVP level. Like you said, he's the best player in the series. And what we saw tonight is we don't need other guys to even be like, superstars. We need Middleton, Holiday, and Lopez and, and Portis to like play a decent game. They just can't disappear. If they play a decent game, a couple of them play a decent game, it speaks to what level Giannis is playing at. We're, if they play decent games, we're better than they are. Yeah, I, I think so. Yes, I, I totally agree. And that's why I said coming into the series, I thought the Bucs could win this in six or seven, especially with Giannis. They can definitely win this series. I haven't changed my mind, but everybody's got to play to their level. And, and that's just the thing right now. Thanks for the call. I mean, if you look at the game tonight, Booker missed a bunch of shots. Holiday hit big shots in the third. Milton was okay. But but again, they had Milton running the offense more than they have had in previous games. Nothing new for Bucks fans. We've seen Middleton run and run the offense before and do a fine, fine job. But really what it's all about now is, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, is continuing to keep this momentum and continuing to shoot the ball well in the next series. That's really what it is. Dial it up. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Sam Schmitz, executive producer. Other side of the glass tonight. Don't forget, all day tomorrow, we'll be talking about a Bucks Game 3 win. Starting with the Bart Winkler Show from 6 to 10. Wendy's Big Show. I'll be back in the saddle again. Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, Dan Plucker doing an amazing job filling in for me for the last week. My thanks to him. And then, of course, Rami Makloff takes you on your ride home. Uh, starting at 3 o'clock. Mike, the painter, you're next on the Pickett Save Basketball Post Game Show on the fan. What's going on, Mike? Oh, just a beautiful game. They they just 
they really put the gas on in uh, the second quarter towards the end of it and the rest of the game. You know, it, they really opened it up. The Chris Middleton, he was doing a good job of facilitating, and so was so was Drew Holiday. You know, Drew had uh, nine assists, and Chris Middleton had six, and Giannis even had six. So they were playing some really good team basketball, and that's what we need to see from them the rest of this way. If they can keep on playing like that and passing the way they've been, then there's no way that a team can beat us. We were just too good because Giannis is going to get his 40 a night, and it didn't look like he did it with effortlessly. You know, he's just that good. Yeah, it's, it's, he is that good. That That yeah, is absolutely it, it, correct, yes. Like the last caller said, all we need is the, the other guys just to show up and play and play some good basketball with Giannis because Giannis is going to do Giannis. Correct. So, that, that's all you're really looking for at this point, and yeah. they don't really have a, an answer for Giannis. Thanks for the call. The other thing, too, when we talk about this Bucks game, and you saw up there in the second half, Bobby Portis uh, and Jay Crowder getting into it a little bit there. And see, in the past, like when they faced Miami, you didn't have that guy. You didn't have that guy to deal with the Jay Crowder when Crowder started getting a little feisty inside or or dealing with that type of stuff. You didn't have that guy to kind of fight back a little bit and be willing to get dirty if need be. I think Portis can be that guy. And those Bobby chants, I'm sorry, man. If Bobby Portis ever for the rest of his life ever says that anywhere is better to play than this town, I will be taken aback and stunned. I mean, he just wrote that great piece uh, talking about, you know, being a Bucks player and, and playing in the city of Milwaukee and how the fans have accepting him and chanting Bobby and everything else. It, it really has been quite the deal uh, for Bobby Portis. All right, dial it up. Let's hear your excitement about this Bucks win. If you were in the Deer District, tell me about that. If you were inside five, five serve form, I think it was the best crowd I've ever seen uh, for a Bucks uh, post or a Bucks postseason game for sure, uh, and probably any type of pro postseason game that I can remember seeing uh, at this point. I want to hear from you. If you were just watching on TV or listening at home, could you believe how well this went? 414-799-1250. Noah Miller from Ozaki High School just went to the Twins in the uh, baseball draft. So there you go. Noah Miller, heck of a baseball player if you've never seen him play. Let's go to Nate on the north side. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show after the Bucks get game three, now trailing the series 2-1, to one, game four on Wednesday night. Man, I tell you, Sparky, it's good to get a win, um, a finals win at that, man. Um, I just, man, it, man, dude, like, dude, I'm 23 years old. Getting the finals win is just like, like, like this is like this is amazing, dude. Like I'm on, I'm on a high right now, but um, definitely Chris Middleton and Drew stepped up, and um, I de- I definitely feel like they played a great game today, um, as far as a team game. And then another thing I saw attack once you attack Aiden, if you can get him into foul trouble, or if you can get him, if you can just attack him and have him on the bench. They they don't really have any size after that. Um, they don't really have any size to stop Brooke, Giannis, or Bobby. So I feel like that's the game plan that we have to move taking forward is attack Aiden, get a, get either get him into uh, situations where he's picking up tacky fouls and um, minus fouls where he he can't be as effective on the floor. 
I know I know it's easier said than done. Right. But when when he's when he's guarding Giannis, clear out and give Giannis the ball. Um when he's guarding Brooke, clear out and give him the ball. Yeah, he he, he can be he can he gonna he's gonna beat you sometimes and that's the game. That's the game of basketball is you're not gonna get everything. But if you can get him out the game and get them into that small ball lineup, man, it, it, it makes the game easier for everybody. Um, and uh, But, yeah, like I said, I'm going to enjoy this win tonight. Everybody, all Milwaukee fans should enjoy this win tonight because guess what? We, we got one, and we want more. But enjoy this one tonight. Absolutely. Everybody celebrate. Thanks for the call. And I, I, I'll admit to something else right here. Like, I, I am – not even really thinking about how cool it was that they won an NBA Finals game. Like, I'm not I'm not allowing myself to kind of get to that point. I'm kind of in the state of mind of just win the series. Just win the series. Like, game by game, just win the series. It's another playoff series. Is it bigger than others? Sure, it's the NBA Finals. You're, if you win, you get the champion trophy, right? You get the Larry O'Brien trophy to hoist over your head. So you get all that. I, I understand that, and I get that. But I, I think it's more or less in my mindset right now, different than probably others, is just win the next game. Win the next game, continue to move on. Win the next game, move on, right? The whole Suns and Four thing, dead. Bucks and Six, well, well alive. Trail, North Side, you are next on the Pick and State Basketball Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, Trail? Okay, Sparky. There you Sparky. go. Play that music, Trail. You hear it? I hear it. Celebrations playing. Yahoo! <laughs> Yeah, that's a great win right there, but now see the only thing we gotta do is come back. Let me turn this off. Come back with the same energy as we did this game, and I think if we can get the series tied up, I believe we will. It's probably gonna be tougher this game four. But then I believe the only way the series will end if the Bucks win in six, or either team wins in seven, uh, because I think if the Bucks tie the series up, you've seen when they played Brooklyn. They really were supposed to win game five. But that was a, a extraordinary performance by Durant. And then you also got the 27 from uh, – from uh, who's the older veteran guy for the, for the Nets? Uh, the older veteran Jeff, guy? Uh, oh, Jeff Green. Yeah. Jeff Green, that's yep. what it was. He had that 27, and they, uh, they still barely won that game. So, I think the, uh, when Giannis showed me game two, when he could play like that in Phoenix – He's trying to get the other guys to have confidence because we're going to need them to hit some shots in the game five or game seven in Phoenix. But I believe all the pressure – but not yet, not yet. We got to we got to tie the series up first. Correct. If we tie the series up, then all the pressure is going to go back. Things is going to be on a two-game losing streak, and the Bucks are going to be playing better. Maybe we can steal game five and be able to do it in six, but I would say it's either going to be a Bucks in six or it's going to be a game seven because there's no way. If we win this game, there's no way Phoenix coming back in here game six and winning the game. Yeah, you just got to win win game four, like you're saying. That advantage, I think, comes back to you a little bit. But it's still going to have to – you're still going to have to win a game in Phoenix at some point. To to win this, you have to win a game in Phoenix. But, I mean, uh, I would want them to win a game five just to win it in Milwaukee. But I got faith that if it does go seven, that we got a great chance because I believe Giannis is going to show up. 
And I believe there's going to be more players on the Bucks because it's going to be like there's no more games left, guys. And and because they won Game Seven in Brooklyn is a huge deal too. Doing fireworks yeah. uh, right now at uh, the Deer District, which is pretty cool. Trell, thanks for the call. As always, let's go to our guy Toby Altazer, producer of the Morning Show. I think he's working in the morning. I'm not quite sure. Toby down at Pfizer Forum. What you got, buddy? Man, it was awesome. It was a great experience. The fans really brought it tonight, man. It was. That was the greatest experience. That was a finals crowd tonight. That was exactly what you wanted to have happen. That's exactly what you wanted to hear. The crowd brought the intensity from the jump. The players matched it. And even though they struggled up out of the gate, they you know picked it up in the second quarter. And Giannis is just incredible. I don't ever want to hear anyone say anything bad about that man again. He's just incredible. It was a great atmosphere tonight. It was, it was awesome to be a part of. Yeah, that's awesome, and you'll never forget. I saw you were doing a great job on social media from your social media account, tweeting the energy and, and the excitement going into the game and the crowd going crazy. And I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen a crowd that into it from start to finish like that crowd was tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks. No, and it was interesting because the crowd was a little bit late arriving. It didn't seem like it was going to be full for game time. You know, about 15 minutes before tip, there were still plenty of towels in the back of the seats. You could see it. But right when tip started, there was so much intensity. They really energized the players just, you know, right from the jump. Bobby Portis gets put in early and loud Bobby chants. Anytime a shot would fall, a huge eruption, you know, chanting at the free throw line. Everything that you want from a final crowd they brought tonight. And that was amazing. You know, it's it's tough to break down a game after coming out of an atmosphere like that because there was just so much else going on in that game, but it was just amazing to be a part of it. Toby, thanks so much for being down there covering the game for us, and uh, can't wait to hear you tomorrow morning with Bart. Absolutely. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. In. Take care. There he is, Toby Altazer, producer, executive producer of the Bart Winkler Show. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Bart will be on. Uh, as well tomorrow morning from 6 until 10, and I know he's all super excited uh, as well after the Bucks get this win tonight, Game 3 win uh, over uh, the Phoenix Suns uh, in doing a convincing, convincing fashion there in the second half, thanks to, again, Drew Holiday hitting 3 after 3 after 3 uh, there in the third. If you're on hold, we'll get to you coming up next, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Also, you can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Dial it up to 414-799-1250. Bucks win on to Game 4. It's time for the Wendy's Player of the Game on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. Get yourself a free Wendy's Frosty after every Bucks win. All right, welcome back. It is the Wendy's Big Show. Tomorrow from 10 until 2, I'll be out with Gary, Leroy, Dan Plucker. I, I didn't get to hear much of it. I was out of town, obviously. Uh, but I, I know from following Plucker on social media, he's the most positive Bucks person in the whole wide world on social media. So I'm guessing that's kind of how it was during the Wendy's Big Show while I was gone. And I can appreciate that because I, uh, having been a Bucks fan my whole life, do not share his positivity on most things. But uh, they win tonight. So will he be positive tomorrow? I can guarantee you that as they win 120 to 100. It is Pick and Save basketball postgame show tonight. And uh, Giannis. 
has to still be your Wendy's player of the game, even though I think Drew Holiday was huge in this game. 41 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, and a steal. And don't forget, when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Go get your free Frosty tonight. Wendy's open late. Take advantage. Chocolate or vanilla. No purchase necessary. You get 24 hours to go get that. And then when you get that free Frosty, take a picture of it, maybe a selfie, and tweet it at Big Show Network. That's right. Get a picture with your Frosty. Tweet it at Big Show Network. Uh, so we can see everybody eating their Frosties, whether it be tonight or tomorrow, during lunch or dinner time, whatever the case is. 24 hours, no purchase necessary. Get your free Frosty right now. When the Bucks win, you win with Wendy's. All right, back to the calls we go. Let's see where are we going. Let's go to uh, Q, who's at Pfizer Forum tonight. You are next on the Pickett State Basketball Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up? Sparky, we won. We this did win. Amazing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I had so much fun. Um, I've been a long-time listener, and I'm just so happy, and I wanted to call in and congratulate you. I'm excited that you're you're hosting the post-game show tonight, and go Bucks! Go Bucks! go. You're right with me on that. I'm, I'm with you, too. Thanks for checking us out and giving us a call. Appreciate it, Q, like always. This is – I hope – like, if you brought kids to the game tonight or – I don't know if I would bring kids to the Deer District, but if you brought kids to the Deer District or whatever, I, I hope, like, if they're old enough to, like, remember this later in life, so, like, if they're 9, 10, 11, 12, I, I hope they're, the history lesson is being given to the children that are getting to go to these events, going to the finals game, going to the Deer District, uh, and really kind of educating them on how long it's been since this team was this good in, in, in NBA Finals. It's very, very important that they understand the gravity of the situation and how cool it is to be able to go to a finals game or how cool it is to be involved in a Deer District during a finals game with everybody in town. I mean, that That is something that, again, you just don't ever want them to forget, obviously. Tyler, in the Deer District, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show as the Bucks win game three and are headed for game four. Hey, Spark, and yeah, absolutely, the Deer District was was active, it was incredible, and like you were saying about the kids, that's what I was saying to them, actually, after they won, after they won game six over Atlanta, I said to as many kids who were around that age, nine to ten, I told them, remember this for the rest of your life, remember every moment of this, it has been just absolutely incredible, and just, it was just unbelievable, just, just the whole experience, and just realizing that this was it, this was the final, you I mean, think about it, Spark. Five years ago, five, six years ago, we were talking about whether or not this franchise was even going to stay. Right. That's what we were talking about. And now we've got this new arena, this wonderful fight for and the team's been playing like Game Busters since then. We're finally in the finals. And now with this whole Deer District, which, granted, we did kind of copy a little bit probably off Toronto's uh Who cares? Park. Nobody cares. But anyways, a lot of – you know, there's the story. A lot of other teams are now taking notice of this, of this open plaza, these viewing parties. Sure. And now they're, and now like the Bucks are now the ones leading by example. That other teams are asking the Bucks, you know, how did you, how did you do this, or how, or what are you playing now with this? Right. So I just think this this whole ride, this whole experience, going through the last five six years, of first trying to hold onto this team, and now seeing this team in the finals, it's just unbelievable. And I am enjoying every moment of it. Granted, I want to see this team 
win a championship, but at the same time, this is just unbelievable. It totally is, uh, and the crowd was massive. I saw it tonight on the overhead shots uh, on TV tonight, so glad you were able to be a part of it, Tyler. Thanks so much, buddy. Take care. Thanks, Mark. There he is, Tyler in the Deer District. Tyler uh, is obviously Tyler Peters, uh, and he covers high school games for us on the scoreboard show. He used to be here at the radio station uh, as well. Good dude. Uh, Okay, so I was talking about it earlier. Drew Holiday was the man in the third. And again, that highly courtesy of ABC, that that was a four-point game. And as Holiday got going, they were able to extend that thing back to 14 points. Again, thanks in large part to Drew Holiday, who's going to get lost in all of this because he had 21 points and nine assists and five boards. The story tomorrow, I can promise you on the talking head stations, uh, you know, Fox, ESPN, CBS, all these guys, they're all going to be talking about Giannis, and rightfully so. You know, Giannis should get the shine. I'm not saying he shouldn't. But they needed Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton as well in this thing. Dial it up, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Let's continue to celebrate as the Bucks get Game 3 and now have to get ready for Game 4 coming up on Wednesday night. Mike, Southside, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up? Hey, Spark, welcome back. Thanks, buddy. You know, uh, the Suns, they're not going to roll over because they lost one game. Devin Booker was awful. So, game four, I, I just can't wait to see it. Yeah, uh, when, I'm looking forward to it as well, obviously. Uh, when Giannis went out after shooting that free throw, after like one minute in the game, right? you remember? Yep. You think it, I was holding my breath. I wasn't because you could tell that it, it looked like it was nerves. Like he wasn't holding his knee or nothing. Then he got up and he was walking around and he was trying to take deep breaths. Like you well, could I'm tell. I think that's they, what it was. They did it. It was. That's what it was. Yeah. They did a good job on TV of saying it looks like it was just nerves. And I said earlier to start the show, obviously not everybody was tuned in at that point, but you could tell even in the national anthem, when the national anthem was going on, they showed, you know, the teams lined up, and you could see Giannis with his eyes closed, trying to get himself calmed down. Then the yeah. big hug with the Nasses before he goes out there. Normally he hugs the Nasses, whatever. But again, same thing. You before they do it, they're kind of like, you know, kind of like settle down type deal between the two of them. And you could tell that maybe his heart was racing a little bit and, and, and was a little, you know, beyond amped up for this game and had to calm down a little bit. And while he was out, the Bucks played well. He came back in and it continued. Kind of like you. What about you like that heart rate up a lot? Yeah, my uh, I don't know about my heart rate, but go ahead. Well, I'm put a monitor on you someday. Oh, I've got a monitor on me. My my heart rate. Let me see if I can get it to work here. Now I will tell you, my heart rate right now is 108, 109, okay. 110, 110. Now, here, I'll be quick because I know you're back up. It. Uh, he's the game four. You need Portis in there. I don't want to see Pat Connington. You need Middleton to keep scoring and showing up. And that's, in a nutshell, that's how you win. And Brooke Lopez, was he in there? Uh, yeah, Brooke Lopez played a little bit, yeah. But, but again, you're going at Pat C. And, again, I'm, like, I'm not a big Pat Conson right. fan either. I get it. Thanks for the call. But he did make some shots, too, in this one. Conson for three. And they've blown it open with a 22-point lead. 
They did, and that was pretty much the game at that point. Pat Connaughton on the night played 30 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, including that 3, 8 points, 4 assists, 3 boards. Uh, and again, I'd say a, a pretty decent night by Pat Connaughton. Now, he got caught in some mismatches that obviously you don't want him to be caught in, uh, but overall, I think Connaughton played pretty well. It's a pick and save basketball postgame show live from the Lakeland University studios, online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Dial it up as we celebrate a Bucks game three victory at the Deer District. If you were at the game, you were at home watching with your family and you're celebrating, you can't go to sleep right now, even though you got to work tomorrow. Let's talk about it. Let, let's have some fun. 414-799-1250. Listening on the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y is Corey in Phoenix. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, Corey? Sparky, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while, man. I used to be Corey in the big truck. I know you were oh, yes. in the day. So what are you doing what down the... in Phoenix, man? It's too damn hot hey, down in Phoenix. Hey, man, job called, man. <laughs> job called, you got to go. Good job called, you got to go. But, hey, you hear crickets, man. They, honest, they don't respect Milwaukee, man. They think their fans... And their team, they think that they were going to sweep us. And I'm looking at everybody like, okay. Hey, man, I was I was coming back from Iowa today. We stopped in Rockford uh, at a sit-down restaurant to have some lunch around 2.30 or so. And this this uh, we had a waitress, and she was training this dude, younger guy. And uh, I was like, hey, man, you know, you an NBA fan? He's like, yeah. I said, so you got Bucks tonight? He's like, sons and four, man. I was like, man, get out of here. And, but, I mean, that's it. It's not just there. It's everywhere. Like, everybody was on this whole Sons and Four thing. Well, they can take them T-shirts off now because when I was at the bar, I watched it the other day, uh, just me and my brother, because my brother was out here. Nice. And we we were watching the game, and they, you know, they're looking at us and stuff. And I'm like, uh, y'all do know y'all got to play games in Milwaukee, right? Just, just so y'all know, you know. But, Sparky, t- tonight I was happy to see – they beat Phoenix at their own game with that pick and roll and that tenacious defense, man. And I Chris Paul, that. Chris Paul, man. but when he's running that pick and roll, Chris Paul is the best at it. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Tonight we showed them they ain't the only team that can do that. Well, the other thing happened is they came back down to earth a little bit. I mean, they shot nine of 31 from three. And the Bucks. I mean, they weren't necessarily great, 14 of 36, but that's still better than nine of 31. Can the Suns, will the Suns shoot that bad from three again? I don't know, but I, I put it out earlier on Twitter when they sh- were shooting 63% after one. I'm like, I'm not so sure they can continue to do this uh, going well, forward for the rest of the game. And a lot of Bucks fans were like, well, they've done it for the eight quarters previous to this, so why would you think any differently? Well, they came back down to earth eventually. And, and and I'm glad because I'm right here to tell them the series has just begun. Yep. I mean, we are very formidable. I don't know why people don't believe. You don't get to the finals not being formidable. That doesn't happen. Correct. And and just one more thing. I saw a talking head. Uh, dude used to play with Boston. Going to call us the dumbest. Kendrick team Perkins. And I'm looking at this. Don't just like, ignore dude. him. Yeah. That okay. No more on him. Hey, Sparky. Hey, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I listen to you guys on my way to work. Back, back to – real quick, I appreciate you. Uh, if you see George Carl, he went at Kendrick Perkins uh, about his whole thing about Milwaukee and took up for uh, Bucks fans and everybody else. So that was pretty cool well, of George Carl to step up to go at Kendrick Perkins in in return of what Kendrick Perkins said. So I'm going to have to look for that. But, yeah, hey, man, go Bucks, go, man. Take care, Bucks Corey. Seven, baby. We'll Bucks talk to you Wednesday seven. night. Don't be a stranger. I will talk to you. All right, man. There he is. Corey in Phoenix uh, checking in, listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
I can't say I'm all that surprised that people in Phoenix don't take this Bucks team seriously. I was I was guilty of that when the Bucks were up 2-0 on the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago, saying, that's nah, not done. Get the brooms out. It's a sweep. Let's go home. I was just as guilty, just as guilty as how the Suns fans feel right now about the Bucks. Not even, not even gonna sit here and act like I wasn't that guy. I'm that guy a lot of times. No question. You get overconfident because your team's doing really well and you want to use that kind of going forward. I don't mind that. That's okay. They can be excited and up for their team. Again, they don't play the game. We don't play the game as fans. Players on the on the court do. So be excited about your team. Be pumped up. Have a little swag to you. That's fine. Ryan, leaving five serve forum. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show up to the Bucks win 120 to 100 and now trail the series two to one. Hey, what's up, Sparky? What's up, bro? I remember 10 years, 10 years ago, I called the show and you said, who's going to win a championship first, the Bucks or the Brewers? And yep. This was before Giannis, and it felt like the Bucks were a million years away because you need a superstar. Now Giannis is here. This is amazing. But I just want to give some love to P.J. Tucker tonight and Drew Holiday playing some defense. I thought P.J. Tucker had no role in this series trying to guard Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Like, what is he going to do? And he, he played some really good defense tonight. And, he, I mean, he did all the dirty work. I just want to give some love to him, too, because I think it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Well, he did a really good work on the boards. I mean, and, and that's that's the biggest thing, being that guy down there uh, and battling. And even if he doesn't get the boards, just being a presence and throwing those elbows around and getting his body involved. Yeah, I mean, he, he did a lot of dirty work tonight. And, I mean, even Drew hit some really big shots. But just the defense he played on Chris Paul right across half court, I mean. Yep. Take him out of their offense. It, it was just—it was great to see, and the, the crowd was amazing. But now that intensity has to continue on for Game Four. Thanks for the call. See, and that to me is my biggest. If you're going to have a beef, that's I guess my beef with this team. If you're going to have a beef, and, and not saying they won't win the series, because I still think they will win the series. But my biggest beef just is why does it take getting back home to get what we got tonight? Like, why can't this team get to that point to start the series on the road? Again, never played at that level. I have no idea. Maybe it's common with players in general. But the way they played tonight and shot the ball is not what we saw any remnants of in games one and two. No remnants of it whatsoever. Defensive intensity and stuff like that, nothing of the sort. And as was being pointed out by Mark Jackson on the broadcast, hey, give Boone Holzer some credit here. Make it some adjustments. Boone Holzer deserves credit. No question. And he has kind of been that guy that's been gone after, you know, the entire playoffs, including by me. And I will continue to go after him if he makes boneheaded moves, or at least if I think he's making boneheaded moves. But again, I think tonight, when you look at it, the, the, there's a couple of big things. Suns did not shoot the three ball particularly well. Suns did not rebound the ball well at all tonight. Uh, and they are going to have a very hard time winning this series if they can't keep Aiden on the floor. He got in foul trouble, and then they got real small. And sure, you know, the kid from North Carolina got going. No question he got going. Johnson, Cam Johnson. Uh, and he was trying to keep him in there as well there in the third quarter. Him and Drew Holiday were going back and forth. But you just don't have that big. Kaminsky's not that guy. He's just not. He's not going to be that guy in a postseason series. At least I don't think. If he turns out to be that guy, I'll say I was wrong. Jay in North Carolina listening on the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're next. The Pick and Save Basketball postgame shows the Bucks win 120-100. to 100. Sparky, the Bucks got, got to win in NBA Finals, man. We on the way. But... 
Hey, I'll tell you why they wasn't playing that way because we we haven't had we haven't had a home game since July first. And it was a really quick it was a real quick turnaround, what, two days between game one and two. And you could tell we were just a lot quicker to the loose balls, to the rebounds and everything. It wasn't we didn't have those lapses like we did in Phoenix when they had those breakaway um you know, fast breaks with nobody's coming back. I mean, those guys are just a little worn out. So we got we got a couple days rest, and then now we got a couple more days rest to get their feet under them again. So, yeah, we on the way. Now, I'll, I'll tell you about the respect factor. I'll tell you, this is going to be the narrative. The Bucks going to be the worst NBA championship team ever. This Bucks team, they're going to be the dumbest, worst NBA championship team. And they still won't, we, we win the title, and they still won't respect us. You're saying that's what the national media is saying. That's not what you're saying. Yeah. No, that's what the national media is right. saying, that we're – we're the worst, dumbest NBA championship team. Yeah. And we're going to do it. But and nobody's going to give them a chance to win next year either. With the Nets being healthy, you assume Lakers get another star because LeBron needs more help than just AD probably to get this done as he gets older. Uh, but but having said all of that, yeah, you're probably right. But the Bucks probably yeah. will not get any respect. And when they go through and they put down, you know, best NBA Finals teams to win a championship, Bucks will probably be near the the bottom of the list. Won't get any respect right. as far as being one of the better teams. But do you know what I say to that, Jay? Who cares? <laughs> right. You, you live title, to baby. see the Bucks win a championship, and I live to see the Bucks win a championship, and that's all I or you should care about. I don't care how right. history looks at this team. I really don't. Yeah. Does not matter. Back. Take Thanks, care, man. Jay. Yep, right. be good. There he is, Jay. Long time guy. Used to live here in Milwaukee, moved to North Carolina. Whenever he's back in town, he'll come in and hang out in the studio for a little while, too. Love me some Jay in North Carolina. All right, so dial it up, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. It's a Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show here on the fan as the Bucks win 120-100. to 100. Two games to one Phoenix League. Now Bucks to look to even the series coming up on Wednesday. Who starred off the bench today? It's time for the backup of the game. Presented by Gene Wagner Plumbing on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. For any of your plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. All right, so the Bucks get the win tonight in, in, in really great fashion uh, as they really dominate there in the second half, 120 to 100. And run off to a 22-point lead. And just unbelievable. 26-4 run, I believe it was, for the Bucs to end the third quarter. And if you look at the Bucs in general, in games in which they lose in the playoffs, it feels like they struggle closing quarters. And, and that tends to be where things get away. Ending the second quarter or ending the third quarter, things get away from them a little bit those last couple of minutes, and that ends up being a deciding factor when it's all said and done. Time for your Gene Wagner Plumbing, a backup player of the game. That guy off of the bench. Uh, I, I think Honiton deserves a lot of love in, in this deal. Uh, but we'll go Bobby Portis. We'll go Bobby Portis. 11 points, 8 rebounds, an assist, 1 turnover, 4 of 11 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3-point range, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, and had his name chanted more than anybody else uh, on this basketball team tonight as he continues to be a fan favorite. Bobby Portis is going to make a whole bunch of money uh, when he's done playing, if this team wins a championship, because he's going to be one of those guys, like a Leroy Butler or a Gilbert Brown, those guys that's going to be able to come back and do autograph signings till he's dead, uh, and you know, sign you know NBA champion, you know Milwaukee Bucks uh, 2021, all, all of that stuff, and you know Middleton, Giannis, all these guys will be able to, but Portis really is going to be that guy. He, he really is, just beloved by everybody as he should be. 
uh, story tonight, 41 points, 13 boards, 6 assists for Giannis. Drew Holiday, huge in the third, 21 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. Middleton with 18. Lopez with 11 points uh, on the night in 21 minutes. Uh, 7 for P.J. Tucker, 3 assists, a steal, couple of, uh, or 2 steals, 1 assist. Off the bench tonight, 11 for Portis, 8 for Pat Connaughton uh, on the night, and uh, 3 for Jordan Wara, uh, who came in at the end in garbage time. Uh, let's see, where are we going next? Uh, let's go to, uh, is that Toad? Am I reading that right? Toad? Okay. Toad in Glendale, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show with me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. What's up, Toad? Thanks so much. How we doing, guys? Doing um, good. I just, I just want to, you know, definitely excited. I just want to talk about how um, Phoenix, I don't remember the last time they was in the playoffs. Like, we can't, we've been in the playoffs for the last four or five years, maybe longer. And we, we've been in this, and Phoenix, we can't let them come out of nowhere and win this championship. Um, we just need to tie this thing up. I think um, everybody played a good part. Uh, Middleton still, he had he didn't even have 20 points. So I think if everybody get on board, we, we tie this thing up. I don't know, man. If we keep the same energy, we could, we could do four in a row, maybe win the next three out of the next five. I don't know. I think we got a real good chance of winning this whole thing. Well, we now. know one thing for sure. Suns and four is dead. That's all done. Oh yeah. That that that's yeah, all yeah. done. That that's officially dead. Bucks and six, well alive, well and, and good, still alive for Bucks and six. And I don't really care if it's six or seven. Just win the stupid thing, uh, and we'll worry about how many games it took you to finish later. Nobody cares. I promise you, Milton doesn't care. Giannis don't care. None of them care how many games it takes, as long yeah. as they can hoist that trophy at the end. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They just. I- I feel like uh, Middleton's still kind of playing relaxed a little bit, but we just need to get over that hump and, and just do the thing. Yeah, no question. Where did you watch the game tonight? What you do? I just I had my my niece, so we we watched it at the house. But Wednesday, I'll definitely be at the district. The oh, guy. you are going. All right, sounds yeah, good. We'll yeah, call definitely. in after the district on Wednesday, Toad. Oh yeah, definitely. Have a nice one. Be good. There he is, Toad in Glendale. Sam Schmidt. Hey man, who, who, Toad in Glendale? I don't know no Toad in Glendale. You know Toad in Glendale? No. Oh, we'll cool, cool. call back more Toad in Glendale. That's awesome. I, I, I've i been here since 2005. I've never had a Toad on the air, but that's a first. But he's good. He was good. Very knowledgeable. Very good. Call back Wednesday, Toad. All right. New regular caller. I'm down with it. Ooh, here's a guy listening uh, on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Nick in Stevens Point. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Postgame Show. What's going on, Nick? Hey, Sparky. How you doing? Doing good, buddy. Um. So I've been, I mean, I've been going to games and listening to you on the on the drive back home since uh, I was in like fifth grade with my pops. And we don't need to talk about how old I am. We can move on from that. Yeah, Keep going. Okay. Yeah. No, but uh, so oddly enough, my my girl lives down just outside of Phoenix. Uh, oh. And uh, she she bartends, and she's telling me, uh, texting me during the game, talking about how people in the bar are literally standing up chanting, counting the the, the counts when you have to <laughs> set the free throw line. I just, I mean, we. That we is thought, we awesome. In the game, the, the the few Phoenix fans in Milwaukee, you know, we heard them kind right. of faintly, and it seems like that got shut down, you know, ASAP. But I mean, that's got to be the corniest thing I've ever seen in any sporting anything. Ever. Well, look, it's going to continue during the regular season next year unless he fixes it. I, I will say this: Van Gundy had me uh, chuckling a little bit when he suggested that Bucks fans should like go super slow with their comedy, like one. 
Dude, and just go beyond slow because these other fan bases are all kind of going fast. I love the fact that they're chanting it in a bar in Phoenix. Like that is she. If that happens Wednesday night, she should take video and put it on Twitter, and I'll retweet it. That is amazing stuff right there. That's that's good. All right, for sure, I'll let her know. Yes, yeah, tweet I mean, it at Sparky I mean, Radio. That's, yes, that's just in, that's incredible to me. Like grown ass people sitting in a bar, not even in the arena. <laughs> Are out here chanting, you know, counting the hey, man. fans. Hey, man, they're fans. I again, I like, I can't, I can't get on them for doing what they're doing because again, their team's in the finals. They're jacked. They're excited. They're into it. Like, I'm never going to knock somebody from being a passionate sports fan, and that fan base is clearly a passionate sports uh, fan base for sure. Nick, do they get Game Four? Oh, absolutely. We're we're going to tie this thing up and shoot. Bucks and six. Let's go. Bucks and six. That's right. That's where I'm at. Thanks for the call, Nick. Yeah. Bucks and six. That's cool, man. Again, I, you know, maybe I'm supposed to be the guy on the radio going, ah, what a bunch of idiots they are in Phoenix for doing that. I'm not going to do that. Because if it was the other way and we were doing it in bars here, like, I think it would be kind of cool and funny at the same time. I'm not going to knock them for it. Listen, the, the whole chanting at Giannis when he's at the free throw line, if it works and gets in his head, that's a competitive advantage for them, for their team. That's a fan base using their voices to get into a play, opposing player's head. If it works, that's what they should do. Now, in a bar, no, obviously nobody's going to hear that. But at a stadium, they should all do it. Like, every stadium in the NBA uh, on the road should do it when Giannis is at the free throw line next year, unless he changes. I would assume he changes, that this won't be an issue anymore. But of course they should do it. No question. I don't fault him for that. If it was our fan base and that was an issue for Devin Booker or Chris Paul and they had issues with the same thing, I would expect our fan base to count. You're darn right I would. You know how you stop it? Fix it. That's how you stop it. Fix the problem. And again, you're in a postseason run, so it's going to be very difficult to fix. Dan and Racine, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show after the Bucks win 120-100. to 100. Hey, Sparky, man. Great evening, man. That's all I got to say. I'm no from doubt. the Bob Lanier era, so you know it's been a while. It has been. You probably thought <laughs> probably you probably thought for years you would never see it. Yep, I, that's why, man. I was going to say, somebody's got to pinch me, man. I got off of work. I was watching it. I can't believe it, man. I just can't believe it. We, got a, we won a championship game in Milwaukee right now. Yep. Part of it. That's right. So... This is this is my question I got. This is on a Phoenix side. I think that coach may have screwed up their team. Because Holiday had the same kind of game that Booker had today. And Bud played him the whole game, pretty much. To, to bench your the number three, he's probably in the top five in basketball. To bench that dude as long as he did, he, first of all, he looked pissed off. Booker did. And I don't, I think it's, I don't think that was a good idea. What, what's your take on that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I, I just think right now when you are the Milwaukee Bucks and where they're at, you can't worry about referees and calls or no calls or whatever else. Before this game on social media, when Foster was was said to be the referee, I saw Bucks fans rejoicing. I saw people that weren't affiliated with Bucks fans trying to understand why Bucks fans were so happy about Foster. It wasn't really about Foster. It was just about who wasn't finally refereeing in one of these games in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I didn't really put too much emphasis on that, but I'm just surprised that he kept Booker out of the game so long. But but like, again, but, but again, you have to remember, 
when we start talking about refereeing, we start talking about coaching on the other team, you know, we get on butt and all of that. Booker wasn't feeling it tonight. Uh, and then eventually the game was over. By the end of the third, the game was over. Then there was no need to really play anybody uh, anymore going forward. Aiden being in foul trouble was the biggest problem they had, and they couldn't figure out how to overcome it, even more so than Booker having the off night. Oh, yeah, you're right. Giannis is just dominating. Yes. I mean, they can't stop that dude. He is unstoppable right now. You get him in the paint under the free – it's, it's, it's an automatic. He's yep. just got to make his free throws, and we got this. Nope, I'm totally with you, Dan. Bucks, Bucks win game four? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Dan, thanks Thank for the call, man. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your night. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. You guys out there that are listening, I'm telling you, we had that guy earlier that he has listened to, to, to me since fifth grade or whatever. If you're in fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, high school, man, take this in. Enjoy it. You may not see this again. I'm telling you. Yes, you have an MVP in Giannis. And yes, we all think, you know, he should give you the opportunity to go back to the finals every year after this. And he will. But like Aaron Rodgers 10 years ago, haven't seen a Super Bowl since. You just don't know. So take it in. Remember things that are happening around you. And just let all of this soak in. Don't forget what is going on right now. Troy in Muskego, you're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. Me, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Sam Schmitz, producing Other Side of the Glass. What's up, Troy? Hey, man. The, the Bucks kicked ass tonight. And uh, I just have a problem with the fans, though, because even though we had to pay, we had to pay $1,500 to go to the game. Wait, 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 wait. Fifteen hundred for one ticket? Two tickets. Two tickets. So seven fifty or so. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, seven fifty. So we had to go, we paid for tickets. We're in a second level. And and fans are calling my wife a Cubs fan because she's standing up cheering for her team for the first time in what is it, thirty, forty seven years? Where you had you have Suns fans behind you? No, they weren't Suns fans, Bucks fans. They that, were elderly. That they, did, they didn't want to stand up. They wanted to sit down the whole game. They wanted to sit down the whole right. game. Right. Yeah, well. And, I mean, Giannis is killing it. Middleton yep. is killing it. First half. Holiday. We played a great game. And and Bucks are going to win this series. But, I mean, just enjoy the moment. Stand up. Watch the game. Hey, I said it earlier in the show. I've said it multiple times. Uh, to me, watching on TV, listening on the radio, that was the best fan base at a game that I can ever remember seeing Brewers or Bucks uh, in a game. I mean, you guys were on it from tip all the way to the end. It, it was, you guys were amazing tonight and set a high standard for game four now and those Bucks fans going to that game. It was loud all yes, the way up. Yes, it was. It was loud all the way up. The, yep. the stadium was rocking and I know we're going to win game four. I know we're going to come back and we're going to end up getting this in seven games. I'm not going to say Bucks in six because I'm not Brandon Jennings. I don't care. I don't know the Yeah, series. win it in six, win it in We're seven. Just win, win it. This series. Right, but we know one thing. Suns in four is over. So that's done. It's over. That's dead. We can, that, we can that, stop. That was real. Right, we can stop hearing that going forward. Thanks for the call. Yes, we, that, that's all done. We, we can stop talking about Suns in four. That's done. So now, again, as they have always said in the NBA, doesn't become a series until you win a road game. Well, so far, nobody's won a road game. So... Uh, we're still going. It's similar to what happened in the Nets series. It's it's very similar. So in, in that series, it was all jacked up, really, if you look at that series. Uh, but but again, I think this Bucks team, I'm with you. I think they win game four. 
and then wins best of three. And see what happens. The Suns wouldn't even have to win the, the fifth game in Milwaukee or the sixth game in Milwaukee. They could win all four at home uh, and be NBA champions. The Bucks, however, are going to be in a position. They're going to have to win out one on the road in order to win this. Mike, leading five serve forum. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show after the Bucks win 120 to 100. What's up, Mike? What's up, fellas? Yeah, that atmosphere is rocking. That's what we need. We can't let the the, the, the West Coast Suns fans out there show us up. Uh, love the energy in the house. Bakhtiari, as usual, getting everybody fired up. And that's the uh, the energy the fans, you see the difference they make. Like uh, when the Suns play at home, and you see the major difference. The role guys, as we seen, as we said before, play a lot better at home. They bring the energy. The crowd gets them fired up. The bit, the, we can't overthink this, fellas. But don't go with the small lineup. You see, go stick with the big lineup. Punish the Suns. They got no answers. They're too athletic. They're too big. Giannis is still with a bum leg, the best player on the court. And they're going to get eight in foul trouble. And they got really no other big with Sarge out. They really got no answers. With Holiday being able to drive and penetrate, and then you got Middleton there. Uh, I don't see the Suns being able to contain this thing. Where does Bucks Bucks get in trouble is when they try to get in a shootout with the Suns team, which they're going to lose that ballgame. And and we've seen repeatedly – the, the Bucks have the most success when they just attack the rim, be aggressive, and go at them. And as we've seen, the Suns got no answer for them. So, Bud can't overthink it. Think with his game plan. And I think the, the I don't six or seven doesn't matter. I think the Bucks are going to win the series, fellas. Is it? Am I making? Am I oversimplifying no. it, or do you agree? No, I I don't disagree with you at all. Thanks for the call. And again, the other thing is when you take out the paint, normally you should get free throw attempts. Giannis had 17 free throw attempts tonight. 17. That's one more free throw attempt than the entire Phoenix Suns team had tonight. That's something that you want to see continue to happen. And he made 13 of them all, by the way. Overall, 20 of 26 for the Bucs, 11 of 16 for Phoenix. So not only did you shoot better from three, because they were putrid for the first time in this series from three, you out-rebounded them by 11. You attempted uh, or made more free throws than they actually attempted by four. I mean, that, those are all recipes for success. If you win at the free throw line, if you win rebounding the ball, and you win shooting threes, it's going to be tough to beat you. It's going to be very, very difficult to beat you if that's how this continues uh, to play out going forward. Let's go to Vince in Tosa. You're next on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, Vince? Hey, hey what's going on, Sparky? It's Dennis, man. Tosa, what's going on? How you doing, bro? Doing good, Dennis. What's up? Hey, I'm telling you what's going on. The Bucks going to win Wednesday. I'm going to the game Wednesday. Me my son. Good. It's like this. It's like this, Sparky. Phoenix not gonna win no games in Milwaukee. Okay, the Bucks should have won one of those games in Phoenix. They didn't play as good as they could have. Giannis is dominating. Now, how do they want to join the party? We gotta get Middleton to join the party. Right, Bucks are winning in seven. I think it's gonna go seven games. The Bucks gonna win it. Bucks. I mean, Phoenix had no answer for Giannis inside. They had no answer. Aiden is not the answer. They have no answer. If the Bucks can keep making threes, when you know Giannis kick it out and Giannis keep dominating the paint, Middleton can start playing like he's supposed to play. Bucks going to win in seven. It's going to go seven games. Hey, have a good night, bro. Take care, Dennis. And again, we can talk about how great Giannis is, and he is. But this all is going to come down to Milton and Drew Holiday, you guys. Drew Holiday was huge in the third, keeping them from taking over that lead. It got down to four. You expanded back to 14 thanks to Holiday threes keeping you in it. Connaughton helped out there in the third, two hitting threes. Because on the other side, you know, everybody's favorite player, Cam Johnson from North Carolina, uh, was doing his own thing as well. I mean, again, when you start talking about uh, this basketball team, the two and three guy on this team have to play well. 
if Holiday and, and Middleton both don't play well, they're not going to win these games. They're just not. Like, one or both have to do what they're supposed to do. Have to. I don't think you can rely on Devin Booker to be 3 of 14 in another game in this series. Maybe it happens. But odds are he probably won't be 3 of 14 again. So you have to understand that. Aiden being in foul trouble, that could happen again. Yes, that's a possibility. Uh, Chris Paul, 8 of 14. Sure. That 19 points, yeah, absolutely, that could happen again. No doubt. But the Booker, 3 of 14, 1 of 7 from 3, probably not happening again. But you need Middleton to have a, a cash money game where he throws up 25, 26 points. And then you need Holiday to be similar to kind of what he was tonight, 8 of 14. I don't know if he's going to get five threes, but you have to have him contributing in some way, shape, or form. And you'd like to see him get to the free throw line, too. Not a single free throw attempt uh, from Holiday tonight. But again, nine assists, five boards, 21 points. That's a pretty good game uh, for Drew for Drew Holiday, without question. All right, coming up next, we'll hear his reaction from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer next here on the Pick and Save Basketball Postgame Show, live from the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, Lakeland. Edu as we get ready for Game Four after a Bucks Game Three victory. Game Four comes up on Wednesday night. It's time for the Q Club Break of the Game on the Pick and Save Basketball Post Game Show on the Fan Q Club of Wisconsin. Great food and fun in Waukesha. Bucks get the win tonight and a big win at that 120 to 100. Bucks over the Phoenix Suns. Giannis leads the way with 41 points, 13 boards, six assists. Uh, and again, a huge, huge game uh, for Giannis uh, tonight for sure. Uh, and obviously, he was the one he's player of the game earlier, but we're talking about the uh, break of the game. And to me, uh, I'm just not going to stop giving credit uh, to this guy here. Uh, for doing a masterful job of keeping this team in it and with the lead uh, there in the third quarter. And to me, this is why, you know, this is kind of the break of the game. Holiday drives, whips a pass corner. Connaughton for three. Too strong. Portis, Holiday. It's good. Drew Holiday now getting hot. Holiday hits a three. Drew Holiday from way downtown. The lead back up to 14. And again, they had cut it to four. Those highlights courtesy of ABC uh, as the Bucks win 120-100. to Again, Q Club of Wisconsin. If you've never uh, been, uh, their game room is amazing. They've got indoor bocce ball, pool tables, dart boards, uh, ping pong, foosball. Uh, everything you could possibly want to do uh, is at Q Club of Wisconsin plus amazing food to, to check out Q Club of Wisconsin. Also, don't forget, get that free Frosty from Wendy's, baby. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. They're open late. Go get that Frosty right now. Chocolate or vanilla Frosty. No purchase necessary. Then once you get that free Frosty, you take a picture of it with yourself. You tweet it at Big Show Network. And so we can see that you are enjoying your free Frosty as the Bucks get the 120 to 100 win over the Phoenix Suns. Again, only 24 hours to take advantage of that free Frosty from Wendy's after a Bucks victory. So go do it tonight or maybe for lunch or dinner tomorrow or maybe a late day snack. Yeah, Frosty good anytime. Make sure to do that. All right, let's hear from Coach Budenholzer after this one, after the Bucs uh, get the win over the Phoenix Suns. Now 2-1, advantage Phoenix Suns. Game four comes up on Wednesday night. Of course, we'll be right back at it Wednesday night, immediately following that one. 
you know, he's just um, doing whatever it takes um, to help his team, to help us. Um, you know, he's in an aggressive mindset. He, he always plays that way. But I thought he played with the pass well, made some great reads, um, found guys, um, played against the zone. Uh, he just did a little bit of everything, offensive boards, put backs. Um, you know, so we need a lot from him. Um, and that's what he does. We, we had talked a little bit about trying to get more out of Drew or Chris, and it felt like every three Drew hit in the third quarter was just massive. What did you see from him tonight? Yeah, no, I think, you know, there was a little bit of a, you know, a run that they went on, um, you know, kind of the, the early mid third quarter and, um, and then Drew and, you know, able to hit a couple threes, get some good looks. Um, you know, I thought Pat got, you know, a couple good looks. Um, Pat got behind the defense in the zone and, um, you know, so, um, you know, they made a run. I think Drew was a big part of us being able to kind of get back um, settled, get in a good spot, um, you know, and that's what we need. Jim in the middle. Whoa. Hey, Mike. Um, how much of tonight was a, a build off of game two in that, you know, um, free throw line, limiting them, getting a free throw line, points in the paint? turnovers fast it seemed like a lot of the same emphasis to a degree but maybe chasing down some of the loose balls but how much was it of of there were things there in game two you liked that you wanted to continue into this one yeah you know I think um this group's just about you know getting better improving learning um and hopefully uh we did that in game two and there's some things and you know you just can't relax on any of that you can't relax on keeping guys off the free throw line you can't relax on attacking and getting to the paint you can't relax in transition defense um i thought pj tucker getting some some offensive rebounds tracking some balls down um playing moving screening um you know so i think you know there's just uh this group you know finds a way to win and finds a way to get better tim on the right side mike the uh the suns were able to take control of games one and two with the final four or five minutes of the second quarter, got leads going into halftime. You guys are obviously able to do that tonight in reverse. What did you see in that second quarter when you guys were able to sort of take control there with those final five or six minutes? Yeah, you know, I think a little bit from from earlier when we talked about, you know, Drew making some shots, Connington, obviously Giannis in attack mode. I thought we were able to get some stops, um, you know, between between those guys making shots, us getting stops, making things hard on them, um, you know, and and – you know, it's just uh, those those runs, they made one at us, and then we finished the quarter with one on them. How much uh, – you, you guys have talked a lot over the past couple of days about the experience of being down against Brooklyn and being down at other points in, this, in these playoffs. Do you think that kind of came through in that first half when you guys were down a little bit there and didn't ever panic or, or get unsettled? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, it's 36-30. Um, you know, on that point, the, the guys kind of, you know, finished the rest of that quarter, um, you know, really strongly. So I think – you know, the communication, the leadership um, in the timeout and coming out, making a few plays um, and kind of changing that, you know, mini run that they went on to get to that point uh, was important for us. Go to Davide on Zoom. Hey, Coach, uh, going back to Giannis, uh, how much is important when he has a, this type of performance in which he dominates, but he also involves his teammates? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, when we're at his, when we're at our best, when Giannis is at his best, um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, he's a great playmaker. He's a great passer. Um, you know, he's a great screener. Um, he does so many things. And I think when he's conscious of, you know, of, of doing a little bit of everything, um, you know, he's very capable and that's when he's at his best.
David, over here on the left side. Mike, uh, Giannis was really good at the line tonight in terms of makes, but he's been good the whole season and his whole career in terms of attempts. And it, what is it that the attempts allow you guys to do de defensively in terms of getting back and getting set and some of the other things, the other benefits of him just getting to the line, whether he makes it or not? Yeah, no, I mean, I think anytime, um, you know, you can get to the bonus and, and you're rewarded for any type of foul, you know, the quicker you can get to the bonus, um, you know, sometimes it's from Giannis, you know, just creating fouls and attack and, and getting his free throws. Um, you know, like you said, being able to, to set your defense and, um, you know, not have to play off a miss or play, you know, when you're when you're not matched up and you're scrambling. Um, I, I think it just gives the, con the team a, a great confidence, you know, when he's going there and we're getting to the free throw line. Um, it's important. Over here on the left side, Eric. Uh, in the last game, you guys didn't go with Bobby a lot tonight. I think he played something like 18 minutes. What do you think that he could bring to the game, even though he didn't play a lot last game? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, you know, his shooting always stands out to me. He's a guy, you know, I think, you know, he makes a big one in the corner in front of their bench in the second quarter. And his just ability to space the court from us and and then also work the offensive glass, get a couple putbacks. Um, I think his, his energy and activity defensively, um, you know, is good. So. You know, he's important for us, um, you know, and, and I think him helping and finding a place for him uh, is something we need to do. In a similar vein, you guys went small without Jordan. Our guy Giannis uh, comes up next now uh, after Bud got done talking there. Giannis, 41 points, 13 boards, six assists, one steal on the night for Giannis. He was 14 of 23 from the floor. This is what Giannis had to say after the game. It looked like you guys really prioritized moving the ball around, swinging it to kind of give you some space. Just what did you see out on the floor? Were you seeing more space on those rolls to the rim and kind of your drives? Um, not necessarily. I don't I don't think I uh, got a lot of uh, screen rolls. I feel like uh, the low man was always there coming, but like at the same time, it creates a lot of attention. Like if the guy, the low man comes, the corner is wide open. If the corner doesn't shoot in the wing, it's wide open. You know, I feel like, you know, it's not the first action. It's the second action. It's the third action, right? So we got to keep moving the ball. We got to keep moving, you know, those guys. Um... And at the end of the day, everybody touches the ball, everybody feels good. But that's the only way we can be effective, you know, offensively. What does it feel like for you to kind of fight in one of those? It felt like three or four times a night. There's hands everywhere. The ball's flying around. You get one and then dunk it. One, how good does it feel to actually get it and dunk it? And then two, just what does it feel like to have the hands around you all the time? Uh, it feels good. It feels good. Um to finish the play, but at the same time, you know, there's so much traffic in there. Um, but hey, I gotta, you know, keep the ball high, make the right play. I feel like in the previous game, game two, there was so much traffic. I was, you know, able to make the corner pass to our guys or make the right pass, you know, guys, you know. But now being at home, you know, you feel have a little bit more confidence. Your legs feel a little bit better. Uh, you can finish some of those plays, but there's there's a lot of traffic in there. We gotta keep you know making the right play, uh, and uh, sometimes it's gonna be there, sometimes it's not gonna be there. If it's not there, that means somebody's somebody's open. Brian in the back here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> do you move that fast? Also, 
Me? Yeah. No, I'm old. <laughs> uh, two things. Uh, one, you, you came out of the game just a couple minutes in. Was anything uh, wrong there or anything like that? And no. No? No, no, no. I was just um, wanting to take a breather and come back. You know, you know, a lot of intensity. Um, so I was just, you know, take a break. And, you know, I've always discussed with coach, like, some coach, if I need, like, 30 seconds, one minute. I'm going to let you know, and uh, I think uh, that was the time I needed, like, 30 seconds just to catch my breath and uh, get back to the game. There was nothing wrong with me. And I know you said before you can't predict the future. Yes. But uh, Michael Jordan had four straight 40-point games against the Suns in the NBA Finals. I'm not Michael Jordan. Is that in jeopardy? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not Michael Jordan. Uh, four 40-points in a straight two. Four in a row. <laughs> yeah, I've never, uh, no, I'm not Michael Jordan. Uh, but, you know, all I care about right now is getting one more. That's all. You know, just uh, take care of business, doing our job. Lori, here in the front. Are you still getting two questions? Are you still getting treatment on your knee around the clock, or do you feel better? And then when you missed those two games, you really didn't sound too upset. But the way you're playing right now kind of indicates otherwise that you wanted to be determined you wanted to play aggressive and, and test the knee in game one and play like this so were you kind of left feeling left out no i i, I wasn't upset uh I, I feel like uh you know at the moment when the uh, the play happened um you know always a little bit what, what was it my my knee was double its size you know um so Worried, but afterwards when I got the MRI, they told me that uh, whatever it is, I don't know if I can talk about um, that. I have a chance to come back, even though I'm not 100% yet, but I have a chance to come back and play. And I was extremely happy, and uh, I knew that watching my t- teammates play, you know, good basketball, and uh, the, you know, the, it gave me a chance to, you know, come back. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, that's all I can ask for. You know, I'm I'm happy that. I'm able to be out there, you know, win or lose, doesn't matter the outcome, you know, like I feel like everybody have worked so hard to be in this moment. And uh, me personally, uh, and I'm not trying to make it about me. So I was happy. I was happy that, you know, I have a chance. I had a chance to come back and enjoy and play with my teammate. And uh, no matter what the outcome is, just be out there with them. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Howard on the right. Giannis, the, uh, Three to gap between games uh, can seem like forever. I, I would imagine more so in the finals and maybe even more so when you're facing a 2-0 deficit. Uh, everybody, that kind of interval differently. Did you spend that time trying to get away from basketball, more immersed in ball? Just take us through just your your kind of um, thought process and how you, you know, pass two days waiting for this. Um, you know, um, kinda... There's no, there's no excuses, you know. Uh, we know, we know what this was, you know, gonna be. Uh, we know that if we lose the game, you're in, a, you're in a hole, you know, three zero, whatever the case might be. We knew that we had to come here and play great basketball. So I knew that. So no matter how I felt, no matter what I went through, or if I spent time with my family, or if I didn't spend time with my family, or whatever, whatever I was feeling. I knew what type of game is what I, you know I'm going to come to the arena and trying to face tonight. So uh, I knew in my you know mentally when I was spending time with my you know my family that uh, when we come on Sunday seven o'clock 
ready to play 48 minutes and ready to do whatever it takes to uh, win that game in order for us to have the opportunity. And, you know, that's all you can ask for. There you go. There is our guy uh, Giannis talking after another huge performance tonight. 41 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, a steal, and a turnover. 14 of 23 from the field, 13 of 7 from the line, and 38 minutes of action for Giannis tonight. A huge night. Bucks win 120-100 to over the Phoenix Suns. And again, I, I, you, you couldn't have asked for much more. This thing was a 22-point game going into the fourth quarter after the Bucks got on, I believe it was a 26-4 to run. Uh, to end the third quarter. A huge, huge run by the Bucs, uh, and it wasn't close in the fourth quarter. They didn't bother with Devin Booker much in the fourth quarter. Uh, as we now get ready for game four coming up on Wednesday night, we're going to hear from fan favorite Bobby Portis up next here on the Pickett Save Basketball Post Game Show. Get the win tonight over the Phoenix Suns, 120-100. to 100. It is the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show here on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University studios. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass. It's going to be hard for everybody to get to sleep tonight, I think. Got some adrenaline rushing through everybody after a Bucks Game 3 win over the Suns. Coming up, Game 4 Wednesday night. We'll be back on the air Wednesday night following that one. With this very post-game show, I'm here now going forward. No more vacation. Back on the big show tomorrow with Gary and Leroy and Dan Plucker, who did a great job filling in for me the last week. Back on uh, tomorrow from 10 until 2. Don't forget Bart Winkler tomorrow morning from 6 until 10. Uh, and Toby Altizer, who is uh, down there at the arena tonight. So they'll be on tomorrow. Then the big show. And then, of course, Sparky's Midday Madness, 2 to 3. And then 3 to 6, Rami Makhlouf takes you home, talking some Bucks basketball. And I'm going to fit in one way or the other during Madness. I know it probably won't happen during Big Show, but during Madness, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Brewers' uh, draft picks uh, from today. We'll fit that in uh, as well between 2 and 3 uh, tomorrow. Their first-round pick, the Brewers' first-round pick, five foot nine, 175. 5'9", 175. So again, you're a smaller dude. Does not mean that you cannot play professional sports. That is not what that means. You, again, you need some other special traits, obviously. But that does not mean that you can't play professional sports because you're smaller. All right, so the Bucs get the win, 120-100 to 100 over the Phoenix Suns. Let's hear from Bobby Portis, who obviously had his name chanted uh, tonight, and everybody talks about the love that Bobby Portis gets here from this Bucks fan base. Four of 11 in 18 minutes, one of three from three, two of two from the line, 11 points, uh, eight boards, one assist. And this is what Bobby Portis had to say after the game. Hey, Bobby. Um I know we've talked to you all season long about playing at home and sort of that emotional aspect. What was for you though? What was the, did you try to strike a balance as put that way? And we know you always play that way, but kind of knowing what the game meant, but also what the game meant to the arena and all that stuff and yourself, you know what I mean? Like, did you try to walk a line today or were you just yourself or kind of, how did you factor all that into your game? Uh, Just going out there being who I am every day. uh, You know, um, it's fun playing this game, uh, you know, being from where I'm from, uh, from Arkansas, man, we can only dream of playing in the NBA Finals. So um, I think it's just vital that I just give it my all and, you know, just put forth everything I have out there, um, you know, with potentially only four games left. I mean, there's nothing to, to hold back. You need to just give it all I have and um, just bring some energy to the game. Well, I'm a guy that um, as an energy guy, uh, that's one thing I can help a team with, whether I'm making shots or not. 
Um, I still play as hard as I can. So um, I just think that's just uh, just went well tonight. Eric on the left side here. Hey, Bobby. Over here. Um, I know for you, it's always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah, that's uh, nice. But for you, I mean, you only played a couple minutes the other night. Two days feels like a long time to be thinking about, hey, man, I only played a couple of minutes the other night. Like, how did you kind of get through that? And- nah, this is the NBA. Nobody going to feel sorry for the NBA. Like, you play two minutes, you play 30 minutes, 40 minutes, have a good game, bad game. Um, it's next day mentality when 12 o'clock hits of the game day like tonight. It's over with, man. We're just trying to focus on game four. So um, I don't sit and sob or, you know, get mad or anything about not playing. Um, I want to win. Uh, I came to Milwaukee to try to impact winning and, you know, um, be the best Bobby Porter's I can be. And um, having good coaches and good teammates to just keep me sane, um, you know, all credit goes to them. But um, like I said, nobody's going to feel sorry for it in, 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 in the NBA, man. Um, and uh, that's one thing that my vets taught me as a rookie. I know you mentioned it in your Players' Tribune piece, but just the idea that Bud has kind of pushed you to be great defensively all year, yeah. and now in one of the bigger games. Not saying game. I'm great defensively. <laughs> I, I understand he's best. pushing yeah, you to I be great. I try my up. best, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I try my best. I do. <laughs> do everything I can to stay on the floor that is. But not saying I'm a defensive stop or anything, but Coach Bud has done a great job with me uh, all season long um, in the film room. Um, feel like I'm the first person on the film every time like he just stays on me and um, I think we all need coaches like that to push us um, he don't want you to be to get comfortable he wants the best out of his guys and uh, that's just made me be um, you know more committed to that end of the floor uh, just doing everything I can um, having active hands active feet um, knowing that you know I can you know be active out there on on that on that side of the basketball and um, it's just made the game that much funner and you know, that much competitive for myself and for my teammates. You know, we all, you know, sacrifice a lot, especially this year with a lot of protocols and having to stay in hotels on the road and all these things just factor into it. And, you know, when you sacrifice, you get a lot out of life in general. There he is, Bobby Portis, uh, talking after a Bucks win tonight in a big, big Bucks win tonight. Is now the series Phoenix in front, two games to one, game four, a huge, huge game for this Milwaukee Bucks team. Get game four, and then the series is tied up at two. You go back to Phoenix feeling really good about yourself, knowing it's now best two out of three. Been in the same situation uh, in the Nets series. So we'll see if the Bucs can even this series back up at two games apiece coming up on Wednesday night. Steve Sparky Fiverr here. Sam Schmidt's over there. That'll do it for the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Sam Schmidt's doing a great job. Other side of the glass, please drive safe on your way home tonight. Uh, and again, if you've been drinking, please have somebody else drive you home. Call an Uber. Do whatever you have to do. Just be safe. And those of you that have to go to work tomorrow, uh, good luck falling asleep tonight. Because I know I'll have a problem falling asleep tonight after a big Bucks Game 3 victory. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.